Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network, Roughneck Scarves, and Icarus FC. We are the only podcast dedicated to the New York Red Bulls 2 of the USL Championship. Hey, folks. Another week, another quarantine stream. I thought... Oh, it's on a stream. I thought it would be fun if I brought you more than one player this week. Um, so I held off posting uh, the most recent interview I'd done with Sharif J. Uh, so we have that one today, and we also have Omar So. And I think both of those are, are real fun talks. Sharif especially because he's been uh, picked as worst haircut by uh, quite a few players. Uh, so I, I was very interested in who he said. Uh, has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls, too. We're still at a point now where we don't know if there's going to be a season yet. It seems like things are ramping up uh, for MLS or USL, but there's nothing new there to report just yet. Uh, for my own bit, before we get into the interviews today, I you know I think uh, people who follow on Twitter already know, but I've stepped down at uh, Red Bulls News Network. I think one of the things that uh, I focused on during this quarantine is, is managing uh, my anxiety levels. And it's been tough. It's been real tough. Um, and it was tough to the point where I had to uh, uh, pick my creative pursuits a little bit more carefully and, and guarded. So uh, I wanted to stay covering the Red Bulls too, but... I, I didn't see a way that I would be able to do that and wrangle writers and perform to the level that I needed at Red Bull's News Network. So uh, I've turned that over. I'm no longer running that site. I I do still have a little bit of a footprint there, and, and you know maybe from time to time you'll see some stories from me there, but I'm not the managing editor there anymore. Doesn't mean you shouldn't still support that site. I think there's a lot of good people at work for it. And I think they're going to continue to put out a lot of great content. So make sure you still go over there. And don't worry, I'll still be doing this for a while. I'll still be going to games at MSU and and doing that thing. So fear not, folks. I'll, I'll still be out there doing my thing. And uh, I very much enjoy doing it. And I, I enjoy doing this every... Well, right now it's not every week, but... I, every <laughs> every week during the season, I, I really do enjoy doing this. I've, I love talking to players and um, the various media folks from around the country that we've talked to and team personnel. It, it's all been a pretty fantastic journey. Nevertheless, today I, I already said who we had, but uh, we've got Sharif J and Omar. So I think these were recorded about two weeks apart, um, but uh, nonetheless... I think they're they're fantastic interviews. Great to talk to both players, and hopefully before long we actually get to see them on the field. We're back. We're still rolling along with the quarantine content, and we have another first-year player for the Red Bulls, too. It's Shreef J. Shreef, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I, I have to note before we start that, uh, and we'll get to this later, I'm sure, but your name has come up quite a bit on the podcast over the last couple of weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> 
uh, I will reveal all when the time is right for sure. Uh, but uh, how is how is everything right now for you? I know it's kind of weird, uh, talk you know, coming up and and being in your first professional season, and everything kind of grinds to a halt. So how how are you dealing with that, and how has it been so far? Well, I'm just taking the positive aspect of it. It's true that just staying in, not being able to to practice every day, to touch the ball every day is, is kind of boring a bit, but it also enables you to reflect on yourself, reset your goals, reset your body. Mostly we've been training at home and everything, but this is just a good way to enjoy your time alone by yourself to know more about you actually because yeah. th- this was this is actually a good way but i also think um, it's taking a lot of things away of, from our normal life that it will get back to normal soon we hope yeah most definitely um and training alone that's got to be a little bit weird right because <laughs> you've probably been playing for you know, well over a decade, but now here you are probably for the first time for a long stretch of where so much of the work is reliant on just your output on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, definitely. Like even during off season, I'm used to doing it alone. So this is just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where, where did you grow up? Uh, I fully grew up in, uh, Senegal. Till I was 16 years old. And you came over here to start going to high school? or uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for my junior and senior year, I was recruited by uh, IMG Academy. And how did that come about? Uh, it was actually like, I was not waiting for that because uh, I just used to like study, study all the time. Mm-hmm. So... My brother just told me to come here for a camp at IMG Academy since he was living in Florida, in Miami. So I just went there for three weeks. But by the second day, they advised me to come there. And by the third day, they definitely like was interested. So they they took claim for me like to my dad and everything. And, and it happened just quickly and suddenly that was I wasn't expecting that and that was the first time actually I was really taking soccer seriously because I just used to play on the streets in Senegal so not it was serious but I just started considering it like honestly when I just came here in the US what were your thoughts like in in those first few days realizing that oh this might be something more than I realized. Actually, I was, like, since I was a kid, like, watching Ronaldinho, the Barcelona team, taking over the world, I was just, I don't know, I was just thinking about playing soccer all the time. But, but I was just studying, like, I just believed my destiny was about studying, but, after quite some time, mostly when you are an adolescent, you realize what you want the most. So I, I just knew that I could not stay in an office like from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. Yeah. 
distribute books. Yeah, most definitely. And what was the what was the response from your family when you decided uh, you're going to start leaning into soccer? Well, my older brother took it very well because he he wanted to be a soccer player too. My dad, my mom too. My mom's just she's still unconsidered like like nothing serious, serious, serious. Yeah. That's why I have been yeah. And even my dad too, but now he's starting it like to get it. But because it's kinda different back home. So so now it's kinda it's starting to be more influential back home, like with my family and everything. They're starting to support me from that. My brother started to support me from the beginning. My little sister too. Even my older sister. So it's getting much better. That's excellent. And uh, so through the academy, uh, presumably uh, people started to pay attention to your game and then uh, Louisville came calling? Uh, yeah. Louisville, that one too was a was a funny story. Because I was playing uh, against um, against the Louisville's head coach Suns team, so they were we were down one zero. So I played an, a game before against some professional teams against Tottenham, mm-hmm. the U eighteen, at the IMG Academy tournament in December. So after that game my previous coach just told me that they had to win for them to be able to go to final. So I was just sleeping on the bench for 70 minutes and I just scored two goals after I got in and the coach was watching and I didn't know he was watching. He just called me after the game and set up a meeting right away and made me come visit Google two weeks later when I came back from Senegal and I just commented the next the next day. That is super interesting. It, it it's another one of those examples of of uh, just sort of you know uh, being in the exact right place at the exact right time, and you got the tools to put it together, and you were able to showcase. Um, when you went to Louisville, how different was that from your previous experience at the academy? Um, School wise. And practice wise it was and like just just the schedules of the day were not different but at Louisville I thought I had more time mostly for for the scheduling of classes but for the soccer my first year was like mostly my first month was not easy because of the because of the size difference like the body difference, the physical aspect of it, but after one month, two months, it was it was going very well. I ended up being uh, being in the starting team and everything, so it went very well after that. What was what did it take, I guess, for you to get um, past those those physical limitations? Just just work, and I was I was late physically. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was late. Even now, if you see me, like you can think that I'm I'm 16 if I shave my beard. <laughs> so, so like, I just I just thought the only the only way I think was just working 
working harder than the other ones all the time. When they do one, you do double all the time. So it was paying off at the end of the day. Fair. You know, when I look at anybody on the, the Red Bull 2 teams over the last couple of years, I always feel like they all look like babies. So I don't know if uh, I would be able to say that with you. Yeah. But, um, And then, uh, of course, you end up getting drafted by the Red Bulls. Did you have an idea that they were interested beforehand? Yeah, yeah. I had an idea because my coach told me my my before my agent signs with me, he was telling me to. But I was not thinking about Red Bull actually because I was I didn't know actually because there were a lot of teams like LAFC, Los Angeles, Minnesota, Sporting Kansas City and all of those they were inviting me to their camps and everything. So I just I just don't know how it happened, but I guess it was just destiny and I'm not regretting it. That's gotta be pretty exciting though, hearing those names because I mean um you know, Kansas City and LAFC and Red Bull, these are teams that, uh, I guess LAFC doesn't have, you know, quite as much history, but uh, in their short history have been, you know, really strong uh, programs that have done really well. Uh, what was going through your mind hearing all of, all of that? Actually, <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I was just thinking about achieving my dream of a young boy. So... I was just sometimes I just don't don't pay attention to that. I just let destiny do its work, and I think it just brought me here. Excellent. And so, what was your experience like during preseason? It was it was a really good experience. Like like the physical difference and everything I had with from IMG to Louisville. I didn't feel it. I got like I was just feeling fatigue. Maybe the um, the only difference I was feeling was the rhythm mm-hmm. and the pace of the game. But for the first week, it was going very well. Second week, it was going very well. But the others, they was they were used to it, so the body was not as tired as I was. So. The third week we came back here, I was really, really, really tired. And I didn't know also about the services they were offering. Like, I guess being a professional is different. Nothing is limited. You can have help, like massages and everything. But class, <laughs> I didn't know that. Right. So, yeah. So my third week, I was really, really, really tired. But, but when we decided to go back to Arizona... I, it just happened that I knew about the massage and everything with the lady over there. She helped me my first day after we got there, like on the Sunday. Then for the rest of the preseason, my body was fresh and I was just doing amazing. But I just couldn't play because, well, I was not under contract and right. I understood it. So the players under contract have to had to get ready, so I just had to deal with it and. Just let the other ones do their job. But I just had to pay attention to myself and just keep focusing on what I can do and what I can control. And looking ahead to what, you know, may be a very short season, it might not be a season at all. What are your hopes for, uh, you know, maybe a timeline for when you start getting back out there and playing more and, um, 
do you have any specific like non non stat based goals that you're looking to reach? Well, I guess it's my first season, but I'm just I'm just focusing on on the goals that I can achieve. The practice session's been going very well. I've been testing myself. I've been I've been just going over my limits and everything, just doing hard work, scoring goals, attacking, defending, just doing most of just just doing most of the stuff that I do regularly, but just in another rhythm, in a more professional way. So I just hope it it pays off on the field and to reach the highest limit I can get. But I don't I don't think I will have a limit with that. Well, I'm sure a lot of Red Bull fans well, will be glad to hear that for sure. I also think once I'm settled, everything will be much easier. With me, it's just a matter of being comfortable. The more I'm comfortable, the more more it will be better for me. Because naturally, the, my only problem during preseason was my shyness, but but it will it, it will fix itself through the years. I will and through the days it will be much better. And I'm feeling very well within the team too. So the well, coaches are helpful. The, the players nice too. So that's good. And you probably have a good amount of experience of of kind of you know picking up and going into a new environment uh, in a very similar way, be it going down to the IMG Academy or going to Louisville. Uh, you've kind of learned to roll with the punches a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Well, uh, Shreve, this has been great talking to you. Uh, before I let you go, I have to subject you to the lightning round. And this is, uh, well, we'll get to it when we get to the question, but this is where your name has popped up quite a bit. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we can do it. Popcorn, yes or no? Yes. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Super Mario or Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, I'll go with Sonic. There you go. Uh, who's your favorite team to play as in FIFA? Ooh, Manchester City. Boo. I'm going to boo at you, Sharif. <laughs> no, but they're not my team. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, who, well, who's your team? Uh, FC Barcelona. All right, that's a pretty good team. I think that's fair. <laughs> and uh, this is where you have been the answer of a question: uh, Who has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls too? And I think uh, the team was clowning on you for shaving your head. Jesus um, I'm gonna have to think about that. This, is, this is your chance for revenge, Derry. Derry, Corf. I love it. <laughs> that's that's perfect. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharif, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great talking to you. I hope uh, we all get to see you out there soon, and uh, everybody stay safe and healthy in your life. And we're back. 
I'm joined now by second year professional, which it feels kind of strange to say already. Uh, Omar, so how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How you doing, John? Not too bad. Uh, you know, we're starting to get to a point now where there's some real talk about next steps for this year, and it, it's definitely been a weird one. Uh, but w- what's it been like for you? Um, to be honest, for me, I'm just still enjoying it. You know, like it's not really much of anything off the field that I think of. Like I just like to focus more on playing. I'm not sure what's going to be happening, but I'm just trying to enjoy what's going on right now. It's my second year as a pro. I'm learning a lot, and I'm just trying to figure out what the next step is for myself too. What did you imagine this year was going to be like before everything kind of went belly up? Honestly, I thought we were going to have a good year. I was feeling like really, really healthy, and I thought the guys were looking good, and I felt like we really had a good team throughout the preseason. We did, we did well. We didn't start off good, but we started off where we should have been. And the way it was going with the first game wasn't what we expected, but we learned from that. And I thought it would have been a good um, comeback from that, but obviously this whole situation went down so it's really tough to get i don't know change the mindset i guess you got to keep keep having the same one because um we don't know how long this is going to be happening you know we can't really doze off we can't zone off we have to still be the same um red bulls we were before in in your mind or like maybe in your perfect world uh what does returning to the field look like? Is it playing in empty stadiums in a specific location? I know that's something they floated for uh, MLS to resume to do sort of like a tournament style uh, something in Orlando. Um, I'm not really. I'm I'm not sure. For me, like just as long as I'm on the field, to be honest, whether if it's closed doors or if limited amount of fans however they're gonna do that i don't really mind i just you know i want to be back out and playing is is this the longest you've been off the field uh since you you yeah. came up that's yeah. that's super Bro, bizarre well, yeah. right mm-hmm. um speaking to everybody uh, one of the things they've talked about is a lot of like the individual work uh that, that's sort of assigned to you guys How's that been um, for you? It's been good. They've they really, like, the coaching staff has done a really good job of taking care of us, like, knowing what to give us. Um, my coach, Eric, our physical coach, he's, he's done a really, really good job, to be honest, with the workouts he's been sending us. Like, usually we'll have everyday workouts, daily sessions. Sometimes we'll go on Zoom together as a team. Um, it's, it's, it's nice, easy packet, you know. It's nothing crazy, but... It keeps us in shape. And my kid is, oh, just the one kid, thankfully, but uh, is doing a lot of like those giant Zoom calls. Is it a little chaotic uh, with everybody on? Um, No. It's very well organized, like I said before. Um, they really do a good job of handling this. I, I didn't know how we were going to do it. The first week, we were all just confused, obviously, but they did a good job of communicating with us, and then now we figured out a little schedule. Um, it's not, it's calmed down a little bit. It's still not a perfect, you know, it's not ideal. We want to be out on the field, but, you know, as long as we're working out alone, we'll be fine. Now, you had 
you know, maybe not as much time as you would have liked on the field at the end of last year, but I think your minutes steadily increased as the year went on. Uh, what sort of lessons did you learn in your first year? Um, my first year was kind of tough for me. Like, I, I don't know. I guess every rookie would say that, but it was fun. It was just a matter of just calming down. You know, like the name being a pro is, is it's not like just showing up to like club soccer. You know, you're, you're getting paid to go out there and perform. And that, it took me a while for that to, sit, um, to kick in. I felt like I was given the, a fair amount of playing time. And I felt like I performed well when I got that little bit of time. But this year would have been would have been a lot better because I would have obviously got I would have started in the beginning of the season and I probably played a lot more games. But hopefully, the season comes back and we'll see. When you talk about uh, sort of like settling into uh, being a pro, uh, were there particular people that were helping you do that? Oh yeah, the whole organization from the moment I signed. Like, I was just really, really nervous and, like, not scared, but, you know, it's not the same as just showing up to academy training and just, you know, knowing everybody and knowing what's going on. But being a pro is a, is a little bit different. It's uh, more of, like, a, a workplace, I would say. But the guys, especially on the team, have, like, helped me, like, since day one. I remember I had a really, really tough one training session, like, the beginning um, and Brad, Brad was there and he was like, he was trying to calm me down saying, you know, just relax, just play like you're playing anywhere else and just give me that little bit of advice. And I, till this day, I still hold on to it. And it, once, once you, once you find your confidence, especially as a young player, that's really, really tough. But I feel like once you have that, there's not much that can really stop you because there's a reason why you're there. You're good enough, but it's just like finding something within you to keep you there, you know? And yeah. for me, I felt like my confidence was one of those things. And the guys that helped me out a lot on that. When we talked last year, you referenced Brad as well. And obviously uh, him moving on uh, this past off season was difficult, I think for a lot of Red Bull fans, but I also imagine there are a lot of players within the organization uh, who he's touched in a big way uh, that it's got to be a little bit difficult without him there. Oh Yeah. For sure. He's, he's just one of those guys, you know, he obviously he's been there so long, so he has that respect within just not even him playing, but just him as an individual when he's over there. I look at him, I look at him as a leader, especially because he is a forward and myself, I'm a forward. So a lot of my, the things that I like to pick up are from him, especially with him just being right next door and just talking to him and giving me a little tips and stuff like that. Obviously now that won't be possible because he's in LA, but I still think that he he's still one of the best players that I've gotten to play. And I haven't even played a whole season with him, so I can imagine everybody else. Yeah, m- most definitely. Um, what's something that you, you look at now in your game that you say, uh, I need to improve this to step up to the next level? I felt like it was my... Man, that was... That, that's, that's... Wow. One thing that my coaches have, my coaches and I have like kind of gotten since the beginning I've been there since now the transformation transformation is that my my size, as in like I could be bigger and a little bit faster. So I think my physicality would be one of them. It'd be a good attribute to have to add on. But I felt like besides that, um, 
there's obviously a lot that I can work on, but that that would be my main one. All right, I think that's fair. Um, I've got a couple more for you. Um, what what is the the five year plan for you, or do you not think that far ahead? Honestly, no, not really. Like I I like to just wherever I'm at is where like where I'll play. You know, it's not more of a, obviously I want to play at the best clubs and I want to be the best player, but it doesn't happen overnight you know so that it takes a lot of hard work so with me i feel like if i can maintain my hard work and talent i have and just keep getting better anything can happen obviously i would love to play for red bulls the first team but that would be a dream come true for me and when you look at the the young players who have come through the club especially over the last couple of years um you know I think that you you have very different test cases for how that success comes about. You have the guys who uh, sort of rocket through the ranks and end up on the first team. Um, you know, it, in some cases, it, it's happenstance. Like a guy like uh, like Matt Miazga and and Aaron Long, they really end up with those starting spots because of situational um, um, uh, circumstances. That you know, there's injuries in the first team, and they're kind of thrust into the role, and then they excel there. But obviously, that's not a blueprint for a young player. So, being in the middle of it, I know it might be a little bit difficult to be objective about it. But uh, what uh, what is something that you might recommend for other young players that are coming up and, and kind of going through this journey uh, to maybe look for uh, specific markers of success? Um. It- there's only there's only one advice that really is to be honest in my eyes, and I think it's just working hard. It it doesn't mean just working hard, like on the field or off the field, as in working hard and okay, my left foot isn't good. Maybe I should work on my left foot so it's good. And if you that if that happens, then you move on to the next one. Okay, my speed isn't really that good. Let me work on that. So it has to be like an everyday mindset. There, there really isn't room for like error, I guess, especially at a poor level where you're getting paid to perform. So you got to take care of yourself and the mentality. But I think for a lot of academy players that I played with, especially last year, the one thing is the mentality. A lot of them are good enough to, to play anywhere, but your mentality does matter. Like I, like I said before, it, it, it's... It's tough because you're like you're going from watching these guys on TV every day to like training with them. So it's not an easy transition, I'd say, it, it, because you're still like in in like a child zone. Like, damn, like I'm really oh excuse me, That's like okay. I'm really playing with these guys. <laughs> like I felt that on my first training session, when I walked out there, I'm like, what? Oh, this is about to be my goalie on like 11 v 11. I have Brad to the left of me. I have Alex Mule to the right. I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. So, like, stuff like that, moments like that kind of still do happen. Well, I'd say for me at least, but I feel like your mentality, if you can take care of that, then you should be, you'll you'll be fine. Omar, this has been a great talk. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I have to put you through sort of the, uh, I put you through the lightning round once, but uh, I have to give you the expanded questions if you're ready. Yeah. Okay. What? Is the title of your autobiography? 
wow. Uh, it's time for greatness. I like it. Excellent. Uh, if there was one movie, book, uh, painting, uh, song, something that you could claim uh, was your creation, what would that be? tough one. I'm not really I'm not sure on that one. Alright, that's fair. You don't have to have an answer. That's okay. Wait, can you repeat it actually? I'm sorry. If there's one piece of art, so be it a movie, a song, a book, uh, a TV show, something like that, that you could claim was your own, uh, okay. what would you pick? I would pick Wow. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. I think that's a fair answer. It's a tough one. There's so many things. Um, okay. You're on death row. What is your last meal? Oh, my last meal. Definitely my mom's rice and chicken. That is a good answer. I can't tell you how many people Definitely. pick fast food. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going in. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, this is the big one. Uh, who has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls, too? <laughs> oh, man. I know the guys are going to hear this talk. I can't go in. Uh, <laughs> um, sheesh. I'm going to give this one to Taku. All right. Excellent. I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Taku. Well, Omar, thank you so much for coming on. I hope that uh, we get to see you back on, on the field very soon. Oh, for sure. Thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate it. Anytime. Well, that's it for, for me today. You know, during this whole quarantine thing, I haven't really been doing a full sign-off. Um, but of course we're, we're brought to you by the beautiful game network, roughneck scarves and Icarus FC. Make sure you, you give those places a, a look-see see if there's anything that they could do for you. I know roughneck scarves is doing a lot of like uh, custom masks right now. So if that's something that you guys are into and, and want to maybe look into, give them a, give them a try. Head over to roughneckscarves.com and design your mask of choice with team logos and stuff. Anyway, uh, for myself, for Sharif J, for Omar So, thank you very much and have a great night. <laughs>